Welcome to the Brandmaster Podcast, show specialized in helping branding professionals and entrepreneurs to build brands using strategy, psychology, and creative thinking. This episode originally aired on the Brandmaster Academy YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Brandmaster Academy on YouTube. What's up, Brand Builder? Stephen Harahan here at Brandmaster Academy. And in this video, you're going to learn how to use the brand ambassador strategy with top examples and programs. So you can understand how this branding and marketing strategy works to extend reach, create alignments, and sell more stuff. Now, when you search the word ambassador, you get this example. An accredited diplomat sent by a country to another country as its official, like the French ambassador to Portugal. Now, of course, that doesn't really help, but on closer inspection, we get this. A person who acts as a representative or a promoter of a specified activity, like he's a good ambassador for the industry. Okay, so that starts to shine a light on it a little bit. Ultimately, a brand ambassador is a person, often quite famous, but not always, who a brand engages to promote the brand and its products. So now that we have that definition out of the way, let's understand ambassadors a little bit more. So who can typically be or who typically is a brand ambassador? Well, there are a few things that brands look for when deciding on relevant people to promote their brand. So let's take a look at those considerations in a little more detail. To better understand who ambassadors are or who they can be, let's look at them through the lens of their common characteristics. Number one, they're influential. Now, the word influencer has taken on a new meaning in the last decade or so. Back in the 80s, influencers were typically celebrities from Michael Jackson, an ambassador for Pepsi, to Michael Jordan, an ambassador for Nike. Social media, though, has changed the face of the game. And today we have micro influencers in every category from travel and adventure to craft and everywhere in between. The rise of the micro-influencers has opened the brand ambassador strategy to new brands and normal people. Now, just as a side note, the influencer marketing strategy and the brand ambassador strategy are not exactly the same. More on that later. Number two, leadership and authority. Now, with the exception of a few lucky suckers, influential people don't tend to become influential by mistake. They tend to have something about them that people gravitate towards. Maybe that's a skill set, a style, a philosophy, an opinion, a vision, a voice, or maybe it's all of the above. This is their sense of leadership and authority in a given field. They have that it factor or that X factor or that magic sparkle or whatever you want to call it. That something that people gravitate towards and get behind. Number three, alignment. Now, the alignment factor is less by design and more by coincidence. People who are influential, who lead, who have an air of authority, don't have that by blending into the crowd, by following suit or by staying in their lane. They have it because they're unique and they go their own way. Now, quite often, their way can align with brands, the image those brands want to portray and the people they want to connect with. And it's this alignment that's critical for both influential people who want to be brand ambassadors and the brands engaging them. So why do brands use brand ambassador programs and campaigns? Well, this one's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward when you look at what we've just covered. Brand ambassadors are influential people who are leaders in a given field. 
their skill set, their style, philosophy, opinion, voice, personality, or all of the above are attractive to a specific group of people who are most likely the target customers of the given brand. So it makes sense then for brands to leverage the attraction of their target audience for an ambassador. And by doing so, they create associations, they earn trust, and they influence their audience all at once. This is social proof en masse. If someone you know and respect uses a certain brand, that brand gets a conscious or subconscious tick of approval in your mind. Now, word of mouth marketing was the very first kind of marketing. Going back to the days of barter, people who had a good reputation of trade were recommended to other people. As such, they got more trade and were more able to grow their operations. It was a different kind of marketing back then and one that people actually went out in search of. They knew little to nothing about interruption marketing and certainly not on the scale that we see it today. People have become so numb to the interruption marketing that we ignore 99.9% of the interruption messages that we see. Word of mouth marketing, on the other hand, is a different kettle of fish. Recommendations from someone that we know, like, trust, respect, or even admire bypass the automatic defenses and land a powerful and influential message. If it's good enough for our heroes, then it's good enough for us. Now, you'll sometimes see the terms brand ambassadors and influencers used interchangeably. However, the two terms refer to different roles. An influencer who's someone who's influential and typically boasts a large social media following to show for it as well. Now, influencers are considered to be those with a following of upwards of about 40,000 followers. Micro-influencers, on the other hand, can have a much smaller following. From a branding and marketing perspective, that's at least 40,000 potential customers. And they represent a captive audience who see the influencer as a thought leader and they listen eagerly to their perspectives, their opinions, and their recommendations as well. So an influencer has the power, if they choose to, to influence their audience by making recommendations for certain products or services. Now this dynamic makes influencer marketing powerful since a well-established influencer can add credibility to your brand, especially if the target audience and the personal brand aligns with your target audience and your brand values. All that said, influencers can promote many brands on a short-term basis using different structures such as affiliate programs without ever having a formal agreement to act as a brand representative. So influencers frequently collaborate with companies and brands on one-time sponsorships. So how do influencers differ to brand ambassadors? Well, a brand ambassador tends to have a more formal and longer standing agreement with the brands. So while influencers are often free spirits with many partners at once, brand ambassadors and brands often enter a more formal relationship with legal documents, brand guidelines and agreements in place falling just short of rings and prenups. And these brand guidelines are super important. If an ambassador breaks them or breaks the terms of the agreement, all bets are off. Lance Armstrong had a brand ambassador agreement with Nike said to be worth tens of millions of dollars per year, which was terminated when the cyclist was found guilty of doping and stripped of his seven world titles. So let's have a look at some successful brand ambassador program examples. Now, there are a ton of super successful brands that leverage brand ambassadors as part of their branding and marketing strategy to great success. 
Now, some have active programs, while others offer ambassador contracts on a variety of contract lengths from single campaigns to multiple campaigns over many years. So let's have a look at a few inspiring brands that are using brand ambassador programs effectively. Number one, Lululemon. Now, Lululemon is a popular athletic apparel brand in Vancouver, known for its high quality stylish workout clothes designed for workouts such as yoga, running, boxing, to name a few. Now, they expanded their product line into accessories such as bags, hats, and more, and boast a strong following of wellness-minded people. Now, in terms of choosing who to represent the brand, Lululemon actively seeks ambassadors who embody the sweat life. So they're people who want to sweat, grow, and connect with each other to connect with other people to elevate the community. Taken directly from their brand ambassador program page, we team up with renowned athletes, yogis, trainers, musicians, and creators who are using their passion for sweat to change the world. Lululemon brand ambassadors include surfer Malaya Manuel, yoga teacher Ryan Lair, and marathon runner Charlie Dark, to name a few. Now, the brand ambassador program goes beyond the brand's products to the ambitious aim of being a positive force for good within the community, helping people to improve themselves and make friends in the process. Now, each of their ambassadors obviously have mass followings of their own, people who know, like, trust, respect, and more often than not, admire them. So this ambassador program represents a massive return on investment for Lululemon, employing masses of ambassadors with tens of millions of followers, adding millions to the bottom line every year. Next up is Patagonia. Now, Patagonia is a brand with passionate followers, to say the least. Now, their ambassadors are more often than not inspirational adventurous who embody the outdoor adventure lifestyle. Now, while many brands spend tens or hundreds of millions on ads a year, Patagonia spends little to nothing of their annual revenue on such advertising. That's why they put such emphasis and focus on their brand ambassador program, allowing well-known and well-respected people who love their products to organically promote the brand on their behalf. Patagonia brand ambassadors include well-renowned rock climber Tommy Caldwell and trail runner Chrissy Mole. Now, although these ambassadors are influencers with large social presence to extend the brand's reach, the understated brand image is apparent as they look, sound, act, and speak just like normal people enjoying the outdoors in Patagonia's gear. The content they create, which is essentially user-generated content, encourages their followers to share similar user-generated content, thus further extending their reach. A smart and very strategic move from a very smart brand. And then we have Glenfiddich. Now, being a Glenfiddich ambassador is a highly sought after position in the alcoholic beverage niche. Though Glenfiddich is Scottish, ambassadors come from diverse backgrounds with all the same passion really for whiskey, specifically Glenfiddich whiskey. Now, once a year, Glenfiddich hosts a training program for the ambassadors at the distillery. Now, of course, this is a lesson in both tradition and brand, which reinforces the emotional connections amongst the ambassadors. This role involves a range of activities, such as creating marketing reports, organizing events, and traveling to different markets around the world, no doubt enjoying a drop of the good stuff on the house. Now, of course, being a Glenfiddich ambassador isn't all fun and games. The program boasts over 100 ambassadors and the overarching role is to spread the word about the brand and educate people on the best ways to enjoy Glenfiddich scotch. 
And then we have Nike. Now, Nike is somewhat of a poster child for the use of the brand ambassador strategy since the mid 70s. Now, since then, Nike has signed some of the best athletes of all time as brand ambassadors, including Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Roger Federer, LeBron James, Serena Williams, Rory McIlroy, and Cristiano Ronaldo, to name a few. Nike is a great example of how brands use ambassadors not just to promote their products, but to communicate what they believe as they did when they signed Colin Kaepernick. The 49ers quarterback became a figurehead for the Black Lives Matter movement when he kneeled during the national anthem, making a statement to raise awareness around racial inequality, especially police brutality. Now, this gesture ultimately derailed his career in the NFL, yet amongst all the negative publicity, Nike stood behind Kaepernick and the principle of standing by your beliefs. Video surfaced of people burning Nike's clothes amid calls to boycott Nike, yet the ads resonated with Nike's core target audience, whose response was overwhelmingly positive. Kaepernick's stand aligned with Nike's values to make brave statements making it a perfect partnership that made sense to Nike supporters. On the day they released the campaign, Nike's stock price went up 7%. Now look, every business aims to sell more of what they offer to increase their revenue. Though billions are spent on advertising each year, consumers have become more and more immune than ever to that form of interruption marketing. We all go in search of useful information and content on the things that interest us. And quite often, we find people leading the way with their unique style, personality, and leadership. And we're drawn to these people, their passions, and their unique way of helping us. They earn our attention, they earn our trust, and we give weight to what they say. Smart brands understand this, and they engage these people to become ambassadors. They leverage their reach and influence to shape the image of their brand in a way that an advertising campaign will never be able to compete. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more brand strategy techniques to level up your skills, make sure you check out brandmasteracademy.com. There's plenty of free resources and premium content for you to download and get you going. If you'd like to join our Facebook group full of like-minded brand strategists, all learning from each other, then find us by searching for the Brand Strategy Community, where you can find exclusive content for members as well. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to give us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listened. And make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Brand Master Podcast.